with an educated opinion on topics of all varieties. Yo, it's your boy Bubba, and you are listening to Bubba's Banter. Yeah, what's good, Josh? I'm a motherfucking boy. I ain't gotta say no names, right? But I am, anyways. It's your boy Bubba, and you are listening to. Bubba's banter. Yo, what's good, y'all? Hope y'all living well. I hope y'all living well, feeling well. I am feeling a little under the weather. I just got back from Seattle Pride over the weekend, so I'm kind of like sick. I guess sickish. Like I feel better now since I went to urgent care. I was scared because I thought I had COVID, and I ended up getting tested. It came out negative, but still. But you know, I've been having like since this whole month of like since the sun started coming out more since the summer started. Like my allergies have been going crazy, and I've realized that this is a problem for everybody. Um, but yeah, like. I had some real sinus headache and all that shit this morning. It was really bad. I did not like it, y'all. I was I was panicking and shit. Like I was scared. My my muscles was feeling all fatigued and shit. I was feeling dehydrated. Like oh no, nah, I did not like it. But I ended up you know going to the ER or not ER but urgent care and got a test. They checked my vitals. Everything was fine. <coughs> you can hear a lot of that too on here, just so you know the coughing. Um, because ain't nobody got time to be editing out that shit. Um, but yeah, just I've been I'm feeling very chaotic today. Um, I was really wrestling and tussling with doing this episode because I was like, man, I did tell the people that I was dropping the episode, and you know I had the booking um, failure issue. Like, ugh, yeah, just too much. You know, I had a whole show written out for y'all and everything, and it just you know, and I don't want to blame people for like you know not being able to do stuff. It's just like when I have everything written out and things are done and like you know shit like I just. Ugh, yeah. Anyways, I don't want to get on here because <laughs> I want to get on here ranting about shit like that. But it's just so annoying. It's so annoying. But anyways, um, thank God. That's why I love that my show is bi-weekly. Like I'm only doing this for Pride Month where I'm doing a show every Thursday. Um, it's because it was for Pride Month because I wanted to go up hard for Pride Month, you know. But you know, that's why I do my shows bi-weekly because like I give myself time to be able to book and record and edit. You know what I'm saying I really need to get me a team though, so I can be able to do so I don't do all this shit by myself. Like someone can reach out to book, someone can reach out, someone can edit for me, all that shit. I need to even get me a team. So if you like podcasting or if you're a podcast producer, whatever it is, like hit your boy, hit your boy, hit your boy like i I need some help (laughs) but anyways again i hope you guys are living well feeling well um seattle let me go let me talk about seattle seattle was lit i'm going again next year the seattle chill is a real thing up there but i think it's best to have i hope you can if you do go to seattle like go with friends because again the seattle chill is a real thing but the best part is about being in seattle is that I already have friends up there. So, you know, intertwining through circles of friends and making new friends is always like a possible thing for me. So, or is a possible thing or something that does happen, you know? So, but Seattle chill, real thing up there. <coughs> Sorry, Seattle gays. I know, I, I know that sounds like a hater thing, but it's just kind of the true thing. True, 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 true thing. Um, but what I love about Seattle is that Seattle is very gay. Seattle is very gay. Like, and they have their own neighborhood. Like, the thing about Portland, we don't have our neighborhood. At least no more. Like, I wasn't there for the neighborhood here in Portland, but Seattle has a neighborhood and it's so nice. And like, being able to walk through the neighborhood and seeing people wearing the clothes that they wear, like, 
seeing people just like being who they are like during pride and not just like the guys but like trans folks women like just it was just it was so dope it was so dope like i really love seattle as far as the gay scene goes um just because of the things that they do have out there but um i was i thought about moving out there but with my job nah nah no thank you no thank you not with my job no thank you with my job <laughs> um but other than that um I had a good time out there with my friends. We turned up real heavy the whole weekend. Um, I think next year I'll probably do two days only just because the turn up, turning up that much for me, I think because I'm starting to get older, is just not fun anymore. I have a lot of important shit that I need to start working on too. So I need to just kind of dial back up, dial, dial back on uh, turning up so hard. But... <laughs> Up next is Portland Pride. <laughs> Up next is Portland Pride. That's in about what? About two weeks in July. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be turned up for that. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to turn up for that. Most definitely turned up for Portland Pride. But, um, yeah, let's get this show started tonight. So, tonight I had to change my whole entire show because of my booking thing happening. Um, but tonight we're going to talk about entertainment stuff, about gay stuff that happened in entertainment in the entertainment world. And then we're going to talk about a good old pride bantering type of thing. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is D Wade. Yes, D Wade is back in the trending news. <laughs> I know a lot of people hate that he's just trending so much. But so D Wade was at a creative artist agency amplify event in California and he said that you know reflecting on his parenting skills in relationship with masculinity realizing Zaya his daughter was afraid to talk to him while coming out um he said um that shit sorry i'm trying to read where he said it at <laughs> um he said i came home and i remember i came home and i just remember my child being scared to talk to me like hiding in my wife's arms in a chair and i think think i'm his dad that's like hey come and tell me anything i'm cool i'm a cool dad and it was and it was fear in my child's face to tell me so i had to check myself i had to go look at myself in the mirror and ask why was my child scared scared to tell me about something about herself um they go on to say then wayne realized that he needs to reframe his understanding of masculinity to best support his daughter he said in a lot of work as parents and as people what we do is we put our fears and everything's on our kids and i guess that's what i was doing he goes on to say i had to ask myself what is it about my masculinity that has my child afraid um i'm so happy that he talked about this um and you guys can look it up yourself if if me saying what i said <laughs> didn't come out right because my voice is so draggy um i i'm so happy he said what he said is because i think a lot of people don't understand like what that shit feels like coming out to your parents like it's a scary fucking feeling especially for black people like black people do have this big scary it's a scary feeling because we're always being told don't bring that shit home uh-uh i'ma beat i'ma beat the gay i'm a kid i'ma beat i'ma beat the stupid out of him i'ma beat the gay out of him i'ma beat this out of him it's always you're gonna beat me versus talk to me and i think a lot of people are scared of that and that's a cultural thing for black people <laughs> It is. It's a cultural thing for black folks. I remember one time my friend, you know, before I came out, my friend had told me and I think it hit a soft spot for me because I think he didn't realize that it hit a soft spot for me. But it hit a soft spot for me because I was struggling with my sexuality at the time. And I never got the chance to tell him about that. But he had told me that if his son had came out as gay to him, that he would like 
he would crack jokes on him all the time about being gay. And I was like, bro, like, why? Like, that's not cool. Like, you're cracking jokes on your child about him being gay. Like, why would you do that? Why would you, you know, and I was really hurt by it. And I think he didn't realize that the reason why I was hurt by it is because I was struggling with trying to come out. You know, um, <laughs> I think as black people, we do this so much and we don't understand like what that does to your kids. Like stop scaring your children into being, being, especially men, 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 stop scaring your kids into not being able to be themselves or being able to come and talk to you. You know what I'm saying? And it sucks. And I think it's crazy. Cause like both, of my parents are chill as fuck like my mom's chill my dad's chill and i grew up in a really loving home like me and my dad didn't have the best relationship but you know i grew up in a loving home like with my mom my great grandma my sister my cousin and shit grew up in a great home and so like as i get as i reflect on this and i think about it like (laughs) it really is still a hard thing because of what you see other people go through and it's just like you know even though i grew up in this great home i remember being scared to come out to my mom i remember being scared to come out to my dad like because i've had friends who came out and they they don't they've been i've always heard the the story of negativity about coming out or you know i've I've always heard the the bad part of it coming out you know now that i like really sit back and reflect on it like i didn't necessarily have to be necessarily have to be scared i was just scared because of what i've seen other people go through and that's just the the thing that like and i hear a lot of people get mad about d-way talking so much about zaya and it's like bro i think what he's trying to be is trying to be this father of understanding like because best believe there is some father out there that's probably going through the same exact shit that wade is going through that d-wade is going through best believe there's there is some other there's another father out there there's another father out there that's black that's going through the same exact shit that he's going through and doesn't know how to deal with having a transgender child period best believe it best believe it you know what i'm saying so i commend i commend him for being stepping up and being a father and and living living and letting his daughter live her truth so i mean leave him alone like i know we say oh we're tired of hearing about them and i think okay <coughs> i hear this often hold on i gotta cough right quick <coughs> i hear this often i'm so tired of hearing about them in the media i'm just it just makes me feel like they just be they're becoming this puppet they're becoming this and it's like the reason why you're so tired of hearing it is because it's not it's not d-way saying i'm gonna beat my child ass the reason why you're tired of hearing it hearing it is because it's not d-way beating his child on the internet because uh zaya turned into a girl you know what i'm saying um the reason why y'all tired of hearing it is because it's not d-way on tiktok making jokes about his daughter being about his daughter being trans that's why that's why y'all tired of hearing about it it's a it's an uncomfortable conversation that y'all don't want to hear and y'all don't want to take and take uh take a um realize that it's just what it is like he's already a public figure he's a public figure so why not be a spokesperson why not be you know, i mean I, I mean i'm not saying don't give some type of privacy like yeah do i believe that zaya is a teenager she should have some type of privacy and you know think but they're already in a spotlight they're already out there like they're public figures like i feel like what it is is that they just want to be representation of that but also live their life so like leave it alone like i don't understand why like we can't we can't do that like i don't understand it um but okay who i was not going to talk about this so i'm actually trying to hold back on this because i wasn't going to talk about this on the show let me sip some water right quick <coughs> so i wasn't going to talk about this on my show but 
because I had got a whole bunch of DMs to ask me to talk about it. Um, but Rose Montoya, Rose Montagna, I don't know how to say her name. Um, but she's a transgender model activist who posted a video on TikTok um a couple weeks ago. This is like at the beginning of the prior month too, like crazy. And um she apologized for showing her tatas at the White House. The White House also responded and, you know, denounced the hint, the events that happened at the Pride event um, and, you know, pretty much said it was simply like unacceptable. And it was. Um, I hate seeing shit like this. I really do, because I think I'm sorry to say this and I hope it doesn't come out the way that it's going to come out. But like there are some people who ruin it for everybody else. And I'm not talking about trans people. I'm just saying reckless motherfuckers who do things that ruin it for everybody else. Like that was very unacceptable to do at the White House. I don't care who, what did, what, at what or where. Why? Why would you do that at the White House? I don't care what the symbolism was or whatever it was. Whatever happened to just getting a, 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 um, a sign that says, you know, something on it, some type of you know words that are preaching something. Why did you have to be topless? And I understand why they went topless because it just wasn't her. Um, she was celebrating some of her trans masculine friends who were showing their, you know, top scars. And even that, like, it was just like, you guys didn't have to do that. Like, you guys don't need to be topless at the White House. Like, that's giving reckless rebellion, rebelling behavior. And you already have a group of conservative right wing media people against you guys. And all it did was they took this shit and just like, oh, like went off on it because y'all thought it was okay to do that at an event, which is going to hurt other people within your own community. Like, and... (sighs) I just didn't want to really go off about this so much because I feel like a part of me is like, okay, they went topless, whatever. But a part of me is also like, no, you really are giving the people the, the Elmo to talk about us. You are really giving the people the Elmo to, to want to make these laws and write things. And, and, and I'm not saying, um, you're giving them not the, El- the Elmo to write laws, but giving them something to talk about. To villainize, to, 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 to make us villains, you know, cause they already generalize all of us. When you do something like that, they generalize that every trans person, every gay person, every LGBT, every LGBTQ person is just like that. That's what they do. And it's irritating. It's so annoying to see this shit online all day every day and trying and like and trying to like and i see why there are some gay like gay folks like gays against groomers and people like that who join these coalitions who who go and do these videos because they don't want to be labeled or seen as like that now I have my feelings about gays against groomers. I ain't gonna lie. Because <laughs> they do a, a lot of gays against groomers do a lot of pandering. They do a lot of pandering to straight people. They really do. A lot of the gays against groomers do a lot of the, the, the people that are the, the owners of gays against groomers of the coalition or whatever they call themselves. <coughs> the members of that coalition, they pander to straight people a lot, a lot. But um, this is one time where I'm like, girl, what was y'all thinking? And I'm happy that Rose apologized, but at the same time, like, girl, go tuck yourself in and hide for a little bit because that was just stupid. That was just stupid. That was just stupid. That was just stupid. Like, I'm sorry. That was the dumbest shit ever, in my in my opinion. It was the dumbest shit ever. It was the dumbest shit that you could do. Like, I'm sorry. But, um... Speaking of uh, showing off, (laughs) Mr. Dennis Rodman um, 
got some um some critics being mad at him because he wore a uh, skirt <laughs> he wore a skirt to pride so this was weird to me like this is a really weird thing to me for people to even be up in arms about this so i guess like Dem- dennis Rodman went to a pride parade in houston and he had on like this green short plaid mini skirt with a black shirt and it had a picture of him when he had the rainbow hair in the 90s or whatever that kind of like stirred some controversy you know and um people was pissed off about it like they was pissed off about that that fucking they was pissed the fuck off about him going there and like people was like you know unfollowing him and oh i love your personality but not this and it's a shame what this world is coming to and people were just going off about him doing what he he already does naturally you know <coughs> so i didn't understand and so you know dennis Rodman took to instagram and um he had to give y'all a story he pretty much posted up an old picture of him and says do your research guys been him and i feel like people like it's so fucking crazy that people forgot that this is who dennis Rodman was dennis Rodman is a man who wore a dress wore a dress full face makeup and a wig to his own wedding listen he's always been he's always been a gender bender type of guy he's been doing it he's been doing the gender bending thing for a long time and he's not gay well i don't know what sexuality is but still like he's always been in support of the lgbtq for a really long time like he is just who he is like he's always been a gender bending type of person bro always always wear makeup fingernail polish like he's always lived up to who he wanted to live up to and be who he wanted to be so like i don't understand like why people are even like like talking about him because at the end of the day like dennis dennis robin always been on that like you you and i feel like this had to be people that were just so young that they forgot about that because that's just kind of who he always been like he's always been an outlandish type of guy um so i don't have too much to say about this anymore because i'm just like enough is enough like you're now y'all just being corny like <laughs> now y'all just being corny bro and being mad but whatever now let's get on to this banter segment this banter good old banter 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 segment okay so um i talked to a few friends of mine i was like give me some questions to talk about because i don't really know what to talk about for this episode um because i really had to revamp my whole entire episode y'all i was kind of i'm still i'm a little pissy about it because i had some good questions and some good conversations to have about about what i was gonna talk about on the show that i wanted to talk about but today is going to be a pride banter themed and so the first thing i want to say is like um what pride means to me like because i feel like you know now that pride month is ending i'm like what does pride mean to me and so like for me gay pride is me being able to just live my truth wherever i'm at and it doesn't mean i have to wear a rainbow shirt or rainbow shoes or have tattoos of rainbows on me or rainbows fall out of my mouth when i talk but just being able to like be me being able to like you know talk to people be able to like like be be able to have like my partner around in certain settings and not feel uncomfortable or you know not feeling scared to tell somebody that i'm gay that who is very uberly straight or very conservative you know um like and i think that's something that like 
a lot of people don't understand about when it comes to being about pride, gay pride is like, that's what it is for me. It's it's not about me having sex. It's not about me. It's about me being able to live my lifestyle and be who I am at all times for me. And that's just for me as an individual. Um, and that's why I love to celebrate Pride Month. And I also love to learn and to teach other people about gay history. You know, Stonewall, Stonewall riots that happened June 28th, you know, 19, what, 1960. Two, I think I might get the dates wrong, so don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> Let's look this shit up right quick, though. But because <laughs> I swear it's like 1969. So yes, the Stonewall riots happened June 28th, 1969 to June uh, 3rd, 1969. So like a lot of people don't realize like that's what started the whole entire you know uprising for you know civil rights for gay folks and so a lot of people don't understand like that's what pride is about like that's what it was about pride started off as a protest and so you have that and everyone's protests look different everyone's protests look very 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 different uh and speaking of very different i want to get onto this too is um I asked a question on Instagram or not Instagram, but Facebook about how people felt about, you know, <coughs> gay pri- going to private. <coughs> Sorry. Hold on. <coughs> I can't wait to edit all this. Um, so I asked people on Instagram or so I asked people on a Facebook post about how do they feel about, you know, um, people being naked at pride parades um and i got a lot of people hitting my inbox versus posting on the the page because i think they were scared of backlash which is fine and dandy cecil commented on there and was like i hate it um and for me i'm gonna say i don't like it either you know um i don't like i don't think it's i don't think it's that dope like i mean don't get me wrong like i like seeing people in their jock straps and seeing them in very provocative clothing and stuff like that but like at a parade like i just feel like especially in 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 in, a, in an area of the town where um you know everyone's gonna be seeing it i do think like there should be some type of sensory type to it you know like this is not a falsome street fair or something sexual street fair or something like that it's not that this is a pride parade you know um it's not a family event either so let me say that it's not a family it's not a family friendly event either pride has never been an event for families i mean you you can come and see the pride and 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 root for your your gay peers and families and friends that's nice fine and dandy but um pride parades have never been just like for your family it's been for the gay folks um and i and i hope that doesn't sound like i'm saying don't come i'm just saying that because a lot of right right wing and um conservative people love to talk about how oh are you supposed to be a family how's that family friendly and 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 there's kids out there first off bitch um if i ain't got no kids uh and and those ain't my kids that's at the parade and there's ain't and those ain't your kids at the parade why the fuck you worried about it bitch why the fuck you worried about it bitch like i don't understand like y'all be so worried about other people's kids what about your own kids that's shooting up schools what about your own kids that's having unprotected sex what about your own kids that's bullying kids at schools what about your own kids that you indoctrinate and giving them a whole personality of being a trump supporter but speaking of um i had posted a questionnaire up on on my facebook account 
asking, how do you feel about nakedness, like being naked at Pride Parade? Like, how do you feel about seeing naked bodies at Pride Parade? And Cecil, my homeboy Cecil, that's been on my show multiple times, he's the only one that commented on the post. He said, I hate it. <laughs> oh, but then also, I got a couple DMs, and some of them were like, they like, they were like, they didn't you know, take a, a big offense to it. Some people um, felt like it was just too much sometimes, and things like that. For me, for me, for me, for me, for me, I hate it. I have to agree with Cecil. <laughs> I'm a boy Cecil. I have to agree with him because I hate it too. Like the pride parades are not to me. They are not about body positivity. It's not a body positivity event. It's about gay pride. It's about celebrating yourself. It's about celebrating your, your lifestyle. And I feel that when we do stuff like that at those parades, like you have these straight folks and you have these, these, these right wing conservatives and, 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 um, right wing media who picks this shit up and then use it as dog whistles to villainize, you know, gay folks. Now I've been to plenty of pride parades and not all of them are nasty and like naked people running around the streets and shit. And I'm not saying that there, I haven't seen it. I have seen it. And I think that we need to stop doing it. I feel like, we, I mean, and I'm not saying like censor ourselves for people and their kids, but like, I feel that like we need to stop doing that at prior parades because it just feeds into what people already think about us. They think we're just horn dogs and people that just want to fuck. That's what they think about us. They think about gay, being gay as just a sex. They don't think about us as being, you know, doctors, lawyers, teachers, you know, they don't think about that. They don't think about that shit. They just think about us just being very sexual beings. That's all they think that we are. I mean, that's what they think. <laughs> and so when we get out to these pride events and we want to be out in our jock straps and, you know, be out in our leather jock straps and shit like that, like it becomes problematic at some point, you know, now, I'm not saying none of that stuff is hot. Like I love seeing dudes in jock straps and, you know, their leather vest and harnesses and stuff like that. I love it. But can we do that at, you know, our parties, our events that's for gay folks, uh, start doing it like that. That way, you know, like it, it's normal to do that there, you know, like, I mean, at least to me when I, when I think about those type of events, um, but yeah, I don't really like it. And I don't really know how to like dig deep into this. Like, I think one of the things that I do frustrates me though, is just because I do hate how conservative people do latch on to this conversation about being naked at pride. I hate it so much because they always bring it up. Like bitch, fuck your kids. First off, do you even take your own children to private rights? If you don't, then that's fine. Why are you talking about the kids? That's not even your kids. Are you even worried about your kids? Are you worried about your kids being a bully at school? Are you worried about your kids and potentially wanting to shoot up a school? Are you worried about your kids fucking having unprotected sex? Are you are you worried about your kids having sex with the teachers? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, why are you worried about another parent that's being consensual, taking their child to a pride parade where someone may be naked or an old, let me get on this, drag readings. I remember earlier this year where the drag, the drag, 
the there was a drag reading. I forgot what state it was, but these like this biker gang went to a drag reading to see if the the drag queen wasn't doing anything sexual. What? And I'm like, none of your kids are even here. These are potential, like these are are not potential, but consensual parents signing up for their fucking kids to go see a drag queen read a book to them, and you want to go to a drag queen reading to see if the child is not being molested by the drag queen who the where the parents are going to be at like what in the fuck what in the fuck bro and so that's why sometimes when i like the conservative part the conservative party of oh y'all some crazy motherfuckers i don't care and i got some friends who gonna hear this part and i just don't give a fuck because like you you're telling me right now you tell me right now that you're gonna go to like I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like when I saw that video of those drag, those those bikers walking in the hallways to go into that room, I was just like, wow. And y'all talk about the left being crazy. Y'all talk about the left being crazy. Y'all just as motherfucking crazy to think that that's okay to do. And and your kids not even in there. It's literally people signing up for their kids to go, and they're gonna be with their kids present in the room. Why would they not? It's so weird. It's as if like conservative people have been on a witch hunt against lgbtq people they really are like there's some people like i got a friend on instagram every single day he posts i got a conservative friend on, on instagram and i love him i'm not gonna say his name on here but i got a conservative friend on, on facebook or not facebook but instagram and he posts about gay stuff all day every day and i just be like girl do you want me to suck your dick like girl do you want do you want a man girl because i feel like because i feel like like you be so much up in our business that you don't even mind your own business like every single day he posts about gay stuff every single day and i'm just like god damn like god damn like you don't have nothing funny going on in your stories it's just gay political stuff all fucking day every single day it's just political conspiracy shit all day every day like you don't do anything or talk about anything else it's just weird it's just i don't know weird but anyways um let's have story time so i want to have a story time about or tell y'all a story about when i came out <laughs> i think it's very fitting for it being the last day in june um so I figured might as well tell y'all about my coming out story on the last day of Pride. It was just it's very fitting, right? So back in 2014, I had a situation that land like landed me in the hospital. <laughs> and all it was was just me pulling a muscle. <laughs> yes, I just pulled a fucking muscle, y'all. That's all I did was pull a fucking muscle, right? So me and my mom are sitting in the cafeteria after I got my exams and x-rays done and shit or whatever. And I'm just like, I thought I felt like I had a near death experience and something in me was just like, tell her, bro. Tell her. Tell her. <laughs> tell her. Right. And so in the midst, in the midst of us, you know, talking, I stopped and I was like, Monty, I tell you something. She was like, what? I was like, I think I'm bisexual. And she was like, what? And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm bisexual. And she goes, um, mm, what? And I was like, <laughs> yes, that's, I, uh, she was like, when? And I was like, well, I, mm, I don't, since I was like 12, I think, like, she was like, what? Since she was 12. And I was like, yeah. 
was like, I've been struggling with my sexuality for a long time. I've been talking to people about it. And she just like started crying. And I was like, oh no, here it goes. And she was like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, why? What do you mean? And she was like, why didn't you tell me? You tell me every single thing. Like we are best friends and you tell me everything. And this is the one thing that you didn't want to talk to me about. Like you've been holding this and holding it out. And I started tearing up. I was, it was just, it was, it was a very beautiful thing. Cause she was like, I will never, ever ever turn my back on you i birthed in this world almost died giving birth to you so like i'm never ever gonna turn my back on you because of who you are she's like do you think it's a phase and I was like, no girl no girl in my head i want to say no girl i know it's not a phase but like um i was like no it's not a phase mom i don't think it is she's like okay that's okay like it is what it is like you still my boy you still my baby i don't give a fuck and and yeah it was it was a very heavy heavy thing by the way um I did come out as a bisexual man, but I am a very, very gay man. Just so y'all know, because I know y'all gonna be like bisexual. Like, girl, <laughs> y'all gonna be on here like, bitch, please. I know, I know how some of y'all gonna come on here and try to comfort me. Y'all go because I know the girls like the tussle, you know. Nah, uh, <laughs> but I did come out as bisexual at first. Um, then also with a group of my friends, which is known as the Wolf Pack, the people I I grew up with. Um, it was it was funny because one of my homeboys he saw me um i went over to the house and he like just saw me sitting in the corner by myself just like on my phone and shit and uh he was like hey bro come here right quick and i was like what's up and so i went into the living room with him and chatting and he was like yeah what's good with you and i was like shit just chilling bro he was like yeah he was like i just noticed you ain't been coming around lately bro like you don't be coming around you just be chilling and shit like you you don't kick it with the boys no more and this is uh he's like obviously your facebook post <laughs> And I was like, what? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, I'll be seeing your Facebook posts all the time, bro. He's like, I just want you to know, like, I'm going to love you no matter what, fam. And I was like, what do you mean? <coughs> I was like, what do you mean? He was like, bro, bro, keep it real with me. And I was like, what's up? Like, I don't know what he's talking about. He's like, keep it real with me, nigga. I was like, what? He was like, is you gay? And I was like, no, I'm bisexual though. He was like, okay, bro, cool. He was like, you know, you my bro. Like, no matter what, at the end of the day, you my brother, bro. Like, nobody needs, like, I'm never ever going to change on you because of whatever it is. You my bro though. You know what I'm saying? You need to know that shit. And when I said that shit to him, um, or when he said that shit to me, I just like, I feel like a boulder just lifted off my shoulders. And I went to a whole, like, just a round table with everybody and just came out to everybody around the table except for two people um <laughs> well one of my bros got mad at me for it because i didn't come out to him but anyways it is what it is um so i did the, i did all that you know what i'm saying and it was and then i did a video and came out to the rest of my friends and my family my dad is yeah my dad saw the video he got the video which was kind of bad too but i think at that time me and my dad wasn't really speaking so much but um yeah it was just he was my dad was very relaxed about it he said i already knew and i was like <laughs> i always tell this story i got a facebook post about it he's like i already knew he's like because i remember that time when you told me when i asked you if you had any uh girl crushes at school and you told me oh i got a crush on this boy named Corey. i mean this girl named courtney he was like i already knew at that point you was gay and i was like 
<laughs> I was like, okay, motherfucker. In my head, like, okay, you clocked me, dad. You clocked me. Like, okay. You clocked my tea, okay. But yeah, like, um, coming out was a very, very um, unique experience for me. I didn't really have any negative things. I mean, besides me and my bro getting into a little argument, but I mean, now we good, so it don't really matter, but um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just like, it's everyone's coming out experience is unique. And I think coming out is like a very, very big thing for every gay person because it really does set up the rest. It really does set up the way you're going to live your life for the, the live your lifestyle for the rest of your life to a degree. Cause I feel that <clears throat> my coming out was so healthy, you know, that I feel like I feel comfortable in certain spaces now just being who I am. You know, some people who come out, they, they still live in the closet. And in so many different spaces, they live in the closet. They don't want no one to know that they're gay. They don't, they, they, they code switch. I code switch too, but cause that's a part of society, survival. But I think that, you know, how you're coming out experiences is it really will set up the way you live the rest of your life to a degree. And I mean, in certain areas of like how you, how you carry yourself, you know what I'm saying? So um there's that but yes guys um <clears throat> i just want to say thank you guys for liking share subscribing i know this might not be the best show that i've ever produced to you guys but i promise to give you guys a show and i feel like i need to drop this show because at the end of the day you guys support me like i said i'm not feeling well today but i really wanted to put out a show and um want to say thank you guys for liking share subscribing i really am going to take like two three weeks off from podcasting because i feel like i need to give myself a good break to revamp and um do things the right way <laughs> um so yeah guys um i'll see you next time i post the show up all right peace